It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. The man, the myth, the legend is back in studio with me. Ed Peak. good afternoon, Edward. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? I am, uh, well, I was fine until Scooter told me I don't read the ads very well. <laughs> That's not what I told you. That's not what I told you. You ever been ready to go on the air, and somebody says something that just gets in your crawl like 30 seconds before you're – it's tough. Never. But i got to be a professional. Well, you're perfect. I'm not. Apparently, I'm not. (laughs) Those are not the words I said, John. I just said you're way too talented to read it the same way every day. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation today, 384-1450. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Right now, get a free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant or a steak and egg burrito. See, I'm self-conscious about this. <laughs> you can get a free breakfast at Thornton's right now. You can choose from a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, a steak and egg burrito, or a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, along with any tea, fountain drink, fizz freeze, 20-ounce bottle of soda. Just become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Download the app. Register for Refreshing Awards. Earn your free breakfast on Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You know why I listen to this show? The sheer comedy, I'm guessing. (laughs) To hear you say croissant. You know, I took took three years of Spanish in high school. (laughs) I'd be French. They well, didn't. I know, but I took three years of Spanish. That's why I, it sounds that way. Hel- helps you helps you say it. Yeah, uh, we're off the rails already. We will get Ed's Super Bowl pick before the uh, hour is over. Tony Burke gave us Philadelphia minus the points yesterday. We'll see what Ed thinks today. And then, of course, I'll give you my pick tomorrow as part of the unsponsored six-pack. Tennessee goes down again. We'll talk about that. Today is NBA trade deadline day. And, man, if you went to bed early last night, you missed it. 3 o'clock today is the deadline. The Brooklyn Nets' best player now is, I guess, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, yeah. Cam Thomas is the youngest player in the history of the league to have three consecutive 40-point performances. Remember we were talking about him after two the other day, Scooter? Mm -hmm. He had 43 that night. That was uh, Tuesday night. They still have Ben Simmons. Yikes. Cam Thomas, still their best player. The Nets traded Kevin Durant late, late, late last night to the Phoenix Suns, along with T.J. Warren. The Suns uh, gave up Mikkel Bridges, who is, a, in my opinion, a great young budding superstar in the league, Cam Johnson and Jay Crowder. Crowder will probably not hang around until 3 o'clock in Brooklyn. He may never have his playing touchdown in Brooklyn. They are shopping him. There are certain teams that are interested in Jay Crowder. In 16 games, 16 games, that's the number of games that Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden played together in Brooklyn in the three and a half years they were there. I was hoping you didn't know that. I was going to quiz you on that. 16 games. That's incredible. Okay, the question. You had injuries. You had Kyrie not getting a shot and missing half the games. And James Harden was... Apparently unhappy as soon as he landed on the tarmac when he got to Brooklyn, and uh, he was gone fairly quickly. What's wrong in Brooklyn? What's the deal? Nothing now. 
They'll be fine now. Yeah, they won't win many games. Nobody's going to trade for Ben Simmons because his contract is crazy and he can't score and he's not as good a defender as he used to be and he's mentally unstable. You know, nobody's going to trade for him. But other than that, look, they got younger and they've got some uh, salary cap issues that have gone away now and they're going to just, they'll be better. But how good is Phoenix now? That's the question. The Celtics, as of this morning, are still the favorites to win the title at plus 350. But the Phoenix Suns are now plus 500 or 5-1 to one to win the title. Kevin Durant comes on board. They don't lose DeAndre Ayton. They don't lose Chris Paul. Devin Booker is now healthy, and he played uh, the other night for the first time in a while. This is a team that should be able to contend for an NBA title. That's an all-star team. So were the Warriors when Kevin Durant came yeah. aboard. Look what they did. Yep. I'm just saying, you got a point guard in Chris Paul who might be, you know, he might he might have gray hair, as gray a beard as Ed does right now, but he can still distribute the ball to Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton. I, I guess it's because I like him. I think, and I've watched Chris Paul's career when he was at Wake Forest. When Sure. To me, he is one of the most underrated, underappreciated players in the NBA. I like Chris Paul a whole lot. Give me a team. I'll take Chris Paul. You give me five, six, seven other guys. I'll build it around him, and he'll get the ball where it's supposed to go. If Chris Paul pull when he pulls up for a 14-footer, I think it's going in every time. I'm more of a Cliff Paul fan myself. <laughs> oh, wow. Cliff Paul. How, how's he doing these days? He's State Farm, baby. He's in the insurance business? <laughs> He's good, yeah. He's, He's good. good. He and Chris are both in the insurance business, <laughs> I think. I never knew he had a twin until the commercials came out. It's incredible. Oh, that's – what are you trying to tell me? Oh, it's not true? Um, Three-team trade at the Lakers. Did the Lakers get better? According to the odds, according to the odds, Scooter, you're shaking your head yes. They didn't. They're still fifty to one to win it all. Uh, anytime you can un- unload a player like Westbrook, for me, he's kind of <laughs> he's kind of like Kyrie. If you get rid of that weight, it just improves your here's, whole team. Here's another, and they got guy, D'Lo, who I think is here's great. another guy who is not going to touch foot in Utah. Utah, it's going to be a buyout, and uh, and Russell Westbrook will be free to decide if anybody wants him where he wants to go. Uh, but the Lakers do get D'Angelo Russell. It'll be his second stint with the Lakers. Louisville native. D'Angelo Russell, uh, he is shooting 40. He shot 40% on three-pointers in January. He's 43% so far in February. Did he play high school here? He played at Central for Ed one year, two years. Yeah, uh, wasn't longer than one. And then went to prep school. Prep school, gotcha. yeah. Played at Central High School. Uh, Malik Beasley, another good shooter, goes to the Lakers as well. And Jared Vanderbilt, former Kentucky Wildcat, is now a Los Angeles Laker as well. The Lakers need shooting. So, I agree with you, Scooter. They did improve, at least in that aspect. When you've got Anthony Davis and LeBron James, you need shooters to to go with them. Why they ever brought Russell Westbrook, who thinks he can shoot but can't, into the fold is beyond me. I I know he's a former MVP. I know he he averaged a triple-double one or two years there in the NBA. But he can't shoot. Well, when you when have, you got LeBron and AD, you need shooters. They got D'Angelo Russell. They got Malik Beasley. Now they've got some shooters. And don't forget, a week ago they added uh, Hachimura from Washington, who is a, a really good, uh, num- you know, power forward guy. That's the thing with having LeBron on your team. They could never use Russell Westbrook like he needs to be used. Open court, go. Yeah. 
Get to the bucket. Well, LeBron has the ball in his hands a lot. Russell needs the ball in his hands a lot. Well, well uh, what, Russell what, Westbrook or yeah. Angelo Russell? What, Westbrook. Wasn't Durant <laughs> and Westbrook together in Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City yeah. with James Harden? Yeah. Got to the finals and lost to – I don't uh, think they got to the final. I think they got to the conference finals. Was it the conference finals? I don't final? think they got to the uh, NBA finals. I always but thought they Bill, were Billy young. Donovan was they were that's, young. That's a good team. That was a good team. That's a, really, that's a fun team to watch. Fun mm-hmm. team to watch. When they were all super young. Right, right. Um, in that three-way trade, uh, I mentioned Utah. They got Russell Westbrook. Uh, also, they got uh, Juan Toscano Anderson and Damian Jones from the Lakers. Minnesota gets Mike Conley from Utah, who it was rumored was going to go to the Lakers. The Lakers get D'Angelo Russell instead. So um, Minnesota gets Mike Conley and Nikel Alexander-Walker. I think he's an AC, ACC player. Uh, Utah, <laughs> they keep trying to – Tank and they and the players they bring in play well. I mean, they're they're a playoff team, and they were trying to tank when they got rid of Rudy Gobert in the offseason. They got rid of Donovan Mitchell in the offseason. It was apparent Utah was trying to tank to get Victor Wambayama with the first pick in the NBA draft next year. But Laurie Markinen's an all-star, and they just keep winning. Now that what do that what do they do now? Well, let's get rid of Mike Conley and bring in Russell Westbrook. We'll have him. We'll buy him out. They may not be able to field a team. <laughs> I mean, you got to play four on five. That's one way to tank. Well, jeez, uh, what was this fellow's name that you just mentioned? Victor Wallalitango. Victor Wambayama. Wimbanyama. Uh, Wim- what college does <laughs> you he say? Attend? Tomato. I say, what well, I say tomato. Is he, is he an NBA? Yeah. Oh no, no, he's in. Uh, what is he in? France, I think. Yeah, he's over in France. France. Ah, he was in the in the um, the international games, whatever they were, not the not the Olympics, um, world world championships. And if you've never seen him, he's like a combination of KD and Giannis. He is, Dude's just huge. He's a seven footer, skinny as all get out. Great handle, shooter from the outside, but going between his legs with the dribble and behind the back and. Uh, all I can say is uh, he—he he, let's put it this way: every general manager raves about him. Yeah, he's going to be incredible. He's being raved about. He—he's young and he's going to make a lot of money. He is going to make a lot of money. A lot of money. And speaking of money, but he does have spindly. Is it the word spindly or spindly? He's got spindly legs, though. He, uh, I think I can wrap my hand around one of his <laughs> yeah. one of his shins. Uh, a minute bowl type. Uh, not not that, but not quite that bad. <laughs> uh, how about uh, our boy LeBron? Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. By the way, uh, Tony Burke tells me uh, he likes to uh, text me when I'm wrong, uh, which is at least three or four times a day. <laughs> Russell, uh, D'Angelo Russell, one year at Central, three years at Mount, Mount Verde Academy. So there okay. You. That's uh, just a – all right, so LeBron, he was great the other night. Uh, I was glad he did it when he did it, and they didn't force Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to come to another game. Uh, because Kareem certainly looked disinterested at best. Yeah, okay. All right, he got him. Oh, he made another free throw. All right, that's great. I'll ha- I have to say this. Go ahead. I'll have to say this. My wife is not a big LeBron fan for numerous reasons I won't go into. However, she was sitting there the other night, and I says, uh, can we turn it over? I think LeBron's about to set the record. So we turn it over. Right after the U.K. loss, I think. I believe it was, yes, yes. Uh, and I got some opinions about that, We'll too. get to that. Uh, Let's we'll stick goes, with one subject and, at a time. <laughs> I know that's and, hard and, for and your she, brain she to goes, do. She goes, well, I'm not a big LeBron fan, but you know what? I think he really was touched by the whole thing. And I said, well, 
you know, sometimes these big boy athletes come down to earth occasionally and they realize where they're at and what they've done. And that is, a, that is, I don't care if you play 50 years and you break a record. It's an unbelievable like accomplishment. I mean, my goodness, running up and down the floor. Do you realize, now I'm not a basketball player. I could get up and down the floor maybe 10 times a game. Maybe. <laughs> Back in the day. I was going to say now or back in the day? <laughs> well, I could get up maybe five. Now. Okay. Right. I might challenge pounding, you to that, Ed. <laughs> the <laughs> pounding. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> the, the pounding that your knees and hips oh. take night after night after night after night is incredible, I think. We can argue this. Michael Jordan had it a lot rougher because the, remember the Jordan rules? The Jordan rules were when he came down the lane, he got hit. You can't do that in today's game. Did you now, all see the video of LeBron being asked by a fan a few weeks ago if he was going to cry when he got the scoring record? And he said? He was like, no, another championship, yeah, well, scoring record, they no. They put a video up, okay. a video tribute right after he scored. The lights went out, video he, tribute from back when he was in high school all the way through his – look. He did shit. I want one of those video tributes. Give me one of those, I'll cry like a baby. <laughs> I don't know, you know, it's probably eight or – Eight or nine seconds long. Mine is. His was five <laughs> minutes long. Maybe when the voice of St. X retires, they'll throw oh, you a montage. See, that, well, that, I'm choking up thinking about that. Day, that day's never I've coming. already done it twice. I've already <laughs> retired twice. They bring me back in, just like Al Pacino. You're like a bad check. You keep coming back. Yeah, and I keep bouncing, baby. I keep bouncing. <laughs> um, keep this in mind. And Tony and I argued about this yesterday. I He's the best player in the history of the NBA. There it is. That's my opinion. And I'm a Jordan guy. I love Michael Jordan, but this guy is the all-time leading scorer, and he's top five in all-time assists. Think about that. Think about how that is possible. Um, he did it in 150. I didn't realize this. Now, he did it in 150 games fewer than Kareem did. However, Kareem shot, what was it, Scooter, one career three-pointer? One career. LeBron has 2,237. Yeah, so three-pointers were a big, big factor here. you got to keep that in mind. Um, but with the assist record or the assist numbers that he's put up as well, it's hard to argue. And old people like me want to stick by Michael Jordan. Young people who never saw Michael Jordan, to be fair, are all about LeBron. I don't know why we have to have an argument. Maybe they're the okay. They're the two best players in the history of the game. Pick whoever you want. But uh, from right now, I'm, I've turned my page to say okay. Mike's not in anymore, it's LeBron. So I've got some fun numbers for you, John. So LeBron, I'll be the judge of that. LeBron has 6,711 points more in three-pointers than Kareem. Okay. But based on his average, if you give him 150 more games, he's only at 4,000. So he would technically would have broke it, I guess, next year if the three-point line wasn't a thing. Right, that hurt my head. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I, I was told there would be no math. And here we are. Yeah, you're not good at math. I forgot. Well, there, to me, in my opinion, and I'm a little bit older, a little, lot older than you fellows, there's only one player that I think that you could put uh, with maybe LeBron other than other than Jordan. Okay, who's that? Oscar Robertson. You you hit the nail on Bam. the head there. That's what I would He guess. averaged a double. He averaged a triple-double. He was just a scooch before my time. Just a little bit. Points, so, uh, uh, rebounds, assists at a guard back in the day. Played in the old Cincinnati guards at Cincinnati. Played at Milwaukee. He did play with Kareem yep. on his uh, Milwaukee. Assisted him on plenty of those jump hooks. Uh, uh, sky hooks, teams. I'm guessing. 
He can play, baby. He, 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 but it was a different type. And the other part is in a player. You didn't see, you didn't watch Oscar Robertson play because the games weren't on TV. Right. Every game right. now is on TV. Was TV even a thing back then? Wow, he is really. <laughs> oh, it's heading in, heading into the green room. Beat the snot out of Scooter. Uh, we're going to take a break. I, I'm, I'm going to watch this. We'll take a break. Come back. Preview the uh, college basketball weekend ahead. We'll get some winners from Ed. A couple of more trades in the NBA as well. Bellerman is in action tonight, and we lost a musical pioneer this morning. We'll talk about that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. Scooter. The Big X. I held an antenna outside the car as I rode down the road back in those days. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears, Ed Peek in studio. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, use the Eminem Carnage hotline, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. You can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We'll get Ed's Super Bowl pick in the final segment today. Uh, one more NBA trade. The Knicks traded for Josh Hart, former Villanova Wildcat, former L.A. Laker. He was with Portland. Portland gets Ryan Archidiacono, Cam Reddish. Remember Cam Reddish at Duke? And um, another guy whose name I can't pronounce. Svi Mikhailik. Mikhailik. You know, the kid from Kansas? Mikhailik? Yes. Yeah, there you go. You good know, uh, it, it would be a good idea if you're going into sports casting and you uh, intend to do a lot of NBA games. You better take five languages okay. in college. If I'm going into sports casting, oh, yeah, you're not talking you're... to me personally. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I am. If you want to listen, uh, Kyrie's opener in Dallas last night, or at, uh, for Dallas, the game was in uh, Los Angeles against Clippers. I watched that game. There were a lot of Dallas fans there. A lot of cheering for the Mavericks. Luca didn't play. Still hurt. Expected back this weekend. Kyrie Irving, 24 points last night in his debut for the Mavericks. First time uh, in his four-team career that he's won the opener with his new team. The Cavs lost his first game, the Celtics lost his first game, and the Nets lost his first game. He gets the win last night. Oh, he was was high-fiving teammates. He was the best teammate in the world. He walked out of the arena with fans yesterday and was shaking hands and celebrating. He's trying to put on a good did, face did, did here. Did Dallas beat the Clippers? Dallas beat the Clippers in L.A. last night. Without uh, without Luka. Luka, ooh. Uh, 110 to 104. And Kyrie Lettleman scoring with 24. I have a question. All right. For both of you gentlemen. What do you all think of the load management? Route? Oh, don't oh, get we, me started. We talked about that. Oh, okay. That's another reason I like, like LeBron. He doesn't do load money. Well, can, can I throw my opinion out there about it as well? Sure, no. Ed. If they're making as much money as they make, there is no way. I don't care if your knees hurt, your hips hurt, your head hurts. If your girlfriend's mad at you, the fans don't like you, by gosh, get your butt out there and play. Yep. The coaches and That's the me. administration want these players to be as healthy as possible for the postseason. And as you said earlier, it's a different era. It is. That is how they do it now. This all started with Greg Popovich and the Spurs. If you remember, he would he he actually had to get a mandate from David Stern telling him when the Spurs are on the road, your guys have to play. 
because San Antonio will go to, let's just say, Boston once a year. And well, if, if Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili and David Robinson and uh, Tony, Tony Parker. Parker weren't playing, then these Celtics fans bought tickets to wanted to see these guys, or even Spurs fans in Boston. You, you, he said, if you're going to sit your guys, you sit them at home. You would have to go with uh, uh, San Antonio. Uh, you just mentioned his name, the coach. Uh, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. He is not one of my favorite people either, although a very good coach. Helped win us some gold medals. That's not, all I care not, about. Not, not one of my favorite. We, we'll, it'll take us forever if I went through that with him, but let's go on to the next one. And with that beard, you kind of look like him. Ooh, wow. That was Shots hurtful. Fired. That was hurtful. Let's, yeah. uh, let's go to the M&M Courage Hotline. <laughs> Change it up a little bit. Bring in David. How are you today, David? Hey, David. Yeah, thanks for taking my call today, uh, John and Ed. Sure. Um, you know, speaking, I guess, of NBA and whatever, and I know it's a little bit, I don't know, maybe it could be a little bit off the subject. I just wonder which uh, Kentucky Wildcats might be thinking NBA right now for next season. I guess you could say Case and Wallace is a draft pick, and I'm just wondering what other players do you think might look at the NBA for next year? Will you tell me if After what, the Arkansas what, loss, I just happen yeah. to think, well, maybe I better be thinking about the NBA draft, which ones Case are going to, you know, is gone. Kaysen Wallace yeah. is gone. He is an NBA physical player right now. He's got the body, and he's got the game, and I'm going to guess he's somewhere in the middle of the first round draft choice, but he's gone. Uh, I'm of the opinion now that Oscar Shibway won't even play in the G League. He may be back next year. I agree. Sadly. I agree. I agree. But yet, yet the teams are really, you know what I'm saying, they're, they probably know what, what he's already done, and I guess they're just going to, you know, just – you know, make it hard for him if they can't, right? He's I mean, where a, they yeah, get sure. the post and they, he's, like, is that Castleton really owned him the other he night? Did. You know, and from Dave, he, he's a five, and he's a below-the-basket yes. mm-hmm. five. You can't be a below-the-basket five in the NBA. Yeah. You can't do mm. it. And he's tried, he's improved his shot. If you watch him this year, he's taken a lot more jumpers from 15 to 17 feet, and he's been pretty good on most of them, but they're, everybody in the NBA can shoot that shot. Um, he's a back to the basket center and, and going into a league that does not, that rarely uses back to the basket centers anymore. And I hate to say this, yeah, it, I, I was at the Kansas game, and Kansas did their big guys inside who are not great, but they're very good players. He uh, uh, he got pushed around. He got bullied. And I yeah. think we we did not pay attention enough when he had that off season operation. I think that's probably had a little bit to do. He's, I don't know if he's unsure, if he's not – he's definitely not as strong this year as he was last year. He just doesn't yeah. do the things this year that he did last year. Now, you could call it sophomore jinx. He can do well, whatever. But I, I, he's not the player he was. And, now. and teams have gone no, he's a not. different route in defending him as well. There's not the same team around him this year. That's there's right. not, uh, you know uh, – there are certain guys who are not coming through that door. B.J. Boston's not coming through that door. Davion nope. Mintz is not coming through that door to shoot three-pointers from the corner. Jacob Toppin's not going to make three-pointers from the corner. Uh, speaking of Toppin, is he a guy that has yeah, a chance? Yeah, is Toppin to maybe one that could look to the next at the level? draft? I think, I think Toppin's going. I don't think he I gets think drafted. Going. He may get a free agent contract, G League contract, and have an opportunity to uh, work out for teams because his athletic ability – just like his brother is off the chart. 
But he's not nearly the basketball player. Could you imagine with the class they have coming in, and I know we say this all the time, look at the class Kentucky's got coming in, and it is a good class. Could you see if Toppin and uh, and, uh, – Wheeler's got an opportunity to come back. Livingston's coming back. Say, say of of, of Frederick the, can come of back. the bunch. Well, you don't want him to come Reeves, back. Reeves, I think shoot. Reeves is a grad student, but I uh, still, I, I think Oscar everybody on back. the roster because of COVID has an opportunity to come back if they if they they could have up. a they could have a powerhouse next year, and Calipari needs that. Uh, he really does. He, he really does. Is Calipari the problem? But you wonder, you know, no, Calipari, Calipari, you know, take it where he can. He can, you know, like his rotations and really expand because it seems like he get, he shortens his rotations, and it's a little frustrating to think, Calipari, you've got people on that bench that could come in there and and and, and, and well, you know turn it around. Well, Damian you know, Collins or played like great, that. great first half the other night. Gets two minutes in the second half, makes one mistake, I, I and he think, doesn't get back in the game. Or just like Damian Collins probably could have, you know, could have, you know, had more the other night too, right? That's who I you just know, said. You, I don't talked about Damian Collins. You know, yes, you get him because, like not, I said, he's not any different now than he's always been. And this that's team, true. this team is a head scratcher from the word go. I think we overrated yeah. this team, in my opinion. What about last year's team? Well, although yeah. they, they they won every game at home, last year's team did. I understand, but you know, the, but but this year it seems like you know you're right, better on the road. You know, like for the Tennessee, and hopefully. When they go to Georgia Saturday, they've got to really, you know, they've got to my, really, you know. They'll play better it, Saturday because they're on the road. They played terrible at home. Yeah, my, my opinion on Cal yeah. is Cal is as good as his talent is. In, Isn't that far. every coach? Well, yeah, it, it, it really is. Now, some, you know, some you might say are, are can coach a kid up. Uh, there are several we can go into that, but I'm not going to, uh, of, of coaches coaching people up. But, I don't think Cal's any different now than he was. He was at Memphis and he was at uh, I think at Cal UMass. misses he misses Kenny Payne's individual instructions and he misses John John Robick. I game couldn't planning. agree. Uh, game planning. You're right. You're right. I think he misses both of those and I I'm not sure he you're right. I'm not sure he's at the point that he trusts any of those other coaches on his bench when when they even do make suggestions. David, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's here's a question. You got for us going you. there. Here's a question for you, John. Does Kenny Payne listen to uh, Danny Manning, Danny Manning and, Nolan and, Smith, and Nolan Smith? Josh, yeah, I, that's a good question. That's uh, now a good see, question. See, Kenny Payne is learning just like everybody else that's a first-year coach. You going to tell me that Denny Crum wasn't learning when he was in 1972? You, when you're learning in that situation, Ed, you've got to listen to your you assistant got, you coaches. Do, you do. Danny Manning's been a head coach. You do. Nolan Rich Nolan Richardson. Nolan Smith. <laughs> Nolan Richardson's not coming through that door. No, he's not. Nolan Smith was learning under Mike Shashevsky of all people. So I think if you're Kenny Payne, you've got to listen to these guys. Here's here's But it doesn't appear during a game. If you watch the game, Kenny Payne is always on his feet, looking out on the court, talking to his players. I never see him huddle with And his, if you notice that Nolan Smith in particular, when somebody makes a mistake and they're supposed to do something, he's jumping up, getting in their grill. Which I like. Yeah. Which I like. And and Nolan, you wouldn't think would be a guy that would get in your grill, but he he does. And I like I like that. I like that fire from from coaches. Now, we can go back to the Patino days when he sat there and did nothing but uh, took his own suggestions. Well, Rick likes Rick. Well, Rick does like Rick. Uh, yeah. And he's a by good the co- way, he's a really good coach. By the way. By, by, well, he is a very he'll, good. He'll be yes, great at yes. Texas next year. <laughs> Yeah, oh, oh I, that was my that was listen, my. That was I'm going to die on that hill. I'm did telling you, you right now. 
Did you read my mind? Are you a mind reader? I was going to say, where's Rick end up next? It's, you it's, don't think it's, it's going to be It's not difficult a, with you, Ed. You don't think it's going to be Oh, thank you. <laughs> not oh, hard boy. at all. Uh, I mean, I came he, up with Oscar Robertson, didn't I? You don't think he ends up with Georgetown? Uh, I think there's a definite possibility he ends up with Georgetown. Texas. Rick Pitino won cowboy boots I'm, in Texas. I'm going to down that, that hill. You are going to down yeah, that Yeah, you hill. know, I might be wrong. It, uh, that never affected me from saying something. I'm what, what wrong Rick, a lot. What if Rick... Rick uh, uh, Georgetown. Rick Cronin left UCLA. Would would Rick end okay. up at UCLA? He's not a. West I know Coast the transfer guy. portal is there, but Texas has talent. Georgetown doesn't have any talent. If I'm Rick Pitino and I'm seventy what seventy years old, seventy plus, I'm I'm going where I can get. I have talent there. I get a couple more guys in. I can win right away. And I'm not sure Georgetown's well, that place. I think he's the next coach of the Lakers myself. <laughs> Ooh, you going to down that hill? <laughs> that was a that was a pre Valentine's Day kiss to Darman Ham. As a, as a watch <laughs> out, Rick Pitino's coming for your job. That was a joke, folks. Oh, see, I didn't take it that way. I don't think our listeners did either. No, I, I could. I hope. I hope Rick. Pitino Although the Lakers are twenty five and thirty, they're thirteenth in the West out of fifteen teams. Not in the play in playoffs yet. Not I, in the play. I hope Rick ends up right where he is and stays right Iona? there. Lou Rochelle and 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 builds them into a national power. That won't happen. One one and done. One, Jeff one, Ruland's not walking through that door. One one win in the tournament, and you're. I mean, one. Uh, if I win your gets to the tournament, they'll win maybe one game, and they maybe. win a game. He'll coach wherever he wants to coach next year. Well, he's that probably, has an opening. He's probably going to coach wherever he wants to coach next year. I agree. Some but, people said uh, maybe Syracuse. Did you see what? Did you see what Bayheim said the other night? I love Bayheim. I did love. You see what he said? The yes, other I night. did. He, he went grumpy old man. I mean, he is grumpy old man. He every is, time you see but him, I, I like him. I like him too. We were at the press conference yep. after the Louisville game. I thought he was, he was great. He was hilarious. It's great. But what he said the other day about Pitt buying a team and Wake Forest buying a team and the state of college basketball, the portal's terrible, NIL's a problem. He's right. He is right. Does this get him to leave after this? No, he already said he's coming back for a year. The talking he's doing, it seems like it's from a guy who's got one foot out the door. he's, He's already said he's coming back. And I hope he coaches until death do him part. There are people in this world who – don't know Syracuse basketball without Jim Beheim. Um And hell, I, I might be one of them, and I'm 59 years old. Uh, he's he's always been. He was used to be a little bit more prickly than he is now. I think Rick Pitino, if that job opens, he goes to Syracuse. That that would be it, yeah. But but if it doesn't, but, te- I'm down um, on the Texas Hill. I mean, could you could you imagine? Syracuse, the orange without Jim Beheim. You're gonna have to at some point. You, you know what my wife says when she watches Jim Beheim? I don't know what she say. Uh, <laughs> uh, we she, didn't play. She very goes. Well. He picks his nose during the game. He does. <laughs> he, he does. It's a nervous tick. We all have nervous ticks, Ed. <laughs> See, there you go. Picks his nose. Uh, well, he, he does. does. He does. He does. I mean, I, I've never. He I mean, nervous. I. I like to look at it as he scratches the inside of his nose. I just don't know if I've ever realized that. Now oh, I'm excited. Got to watch. I'm now. excited for the next Syracuse game. Did Syracuse win last night or two nights ago against Florida State? They did. They beat Florida yeah, State they on did. the road. Yep. Uh, I liked Florida State in that game, by the way. How, how about how about Leonard Hamilton? That's another. Uh... He's 85 and he looks like he's 28. He's terrible. Uh, all he does here. All he does. Here's what he he's does. He's had talent. He takes talent. 
and puts him out it. of the floor and says, play. Rolls the ball out. He says, play. play. And this day and time, I'm telling you, there's something to that because nobody runs patterns anymore. Everybody does the pick and roll. Nobody ever runs a picket fence or, or, anymore. Or do one, you know, one-on-one you, ISO. You do ISO. That's it. That's it. I'm, um, what, I'm what you would classify a Leonard Hamilton hater. Bellarmine. Why? Okay. Why? I was going to talk about Bellarmine. Now I got to know why. <laughs> I'm just. I don't. I don't have any reason. Why would you? Why would anybody have any reason? I'm to just, hate Leonard Hamilton. They, they he all they always hype him up that he's this great coach, but well, he's, he's never, not a great coach. He's never won anything. Okay, you hate his. Results. You don't hate him. He's a nice guy. Well, how many coaches? And I'll 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 drag one in right now. Buzz Buzz Williams at, at Virginia Tech. Great coach at Virginia Tech. What about him? Not at Virginia Tech. Texas A and M. Great. Well, formerly Virginia Tech. Now at Texas A and M. He's never won anything. No. The the media I think thinks he's a great coach. The media the media he's a great th- soundbite. The the media thinks that he hung in the moon. He needs to shave his head again. He looks so weird with hair. Texas A&M is tied for second in the SEC. <laughs> okay. Win the SEC Texas then. A&M. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Name one <laughs> Texas A&M player. I can't, but I can tell there you, you who go. used They're to tied coach. for second I'll tell you who, in the I'll SEC. Tell you who was successful there, Billy Clyde Gillespie. And where did he end I up? I thought he was going to say Billy, uh, the other guy from Murray State. Billy, uh, uh, yeah. No, who uh, had that. the medical issue. Billy, not Billy Murphy. Kennedy. Billy Kennedy, yeah. He was a good coach. Billy Clyde Gillespie. Are you really going to pull that one out? Is his middle name really Clyde? Yes. <laughs> you know, all serial killers have three names. John Wilkes Booth. That's true. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway. All right, we'll take a break. Why not? You didn't expect this Perfect for me time today, to take a break. You? College basketball is what we will talk about after the break. And rest in peace, Burt Bacharach passed away at 94 this morning. What the world needs now is love. Sweet love. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back to Spears on Sports. Oh, if only we had a camera and a microphone in studio for between the uh, segments. Ooh, that would have got some views. That would have got some views there. <laughs> Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. Final segment. You can hit me up on the Eminem Cartage Hotline, 384-1450, or the Thornton's text machine, 502-414-1450. That's the number on the text machine. Uh Texter says, who is more delusional, LeBron thinking he can win with D'Angelo Russell or Dallas thinking they can win with Kyrie? Dallas. See, I disagree with you. What I saw last night, and look, Luka wasn't there, wasn't playing. If Kyrie can play the two guard and allow Luka to handle the ball most of the time, Dallas can be really good here. They were over, they're over 500 before Kyrie got there. Here's one thing I saw last night that I, I'm curious to see how long it keeps up. Positive touches with Kyrie. The hand sh- or the high fives with his teammates, yes. the fist bumps, all that. Pat you guys on the tail you, end, hey, talking. He yeah, was talking. You don't all. get that with Kyrie. What was no. it, like 40 games from now that's all going to fall apart? I don't know the answer to that. Did Ed, is Ed leaving because we're talking about Kyrie? He said, I'm out of here. Enough Kyrie. Gone. Enough of this Kyrie talk. <laughs> um. 
D'Angelo Russell is better than he was the first time around with L.A. I will say that. Mm-hmm. The Lakers just got they got too many too many problems. And, and here's another thing: they can't play defense. Do the Lakers make the playoffs? Um, I'm going to say yes. So automatically, that means they're better off. Right? The the eight team playoff, or do they oh, make no, it no, to the no, play? No, they game? get a, they they're playing game. They do, got Milwaukee tonight at home. Do they come out of that play in tournament? I'd have to see who else is in it, but just top of my head, I would say no. Yeah, same. Um, I like them better now because Russell Westbrook's gone. D'Angelo Russell is in there. I think that's a that's a pretty. Here's what we're not talking about: Malik Beasley, mm-hmm. who they got in this trade as well, is really really good. And Jared Vanderbilt will play defense. They they have a problem playing defense. Dallas is going to have a big problem playing defense because Kawhi. Karai? Kyrie doesn't defend anymore. Luke is an average defender at best. They don't have an inside presence defensively. Um, they're going to have trouble playing defense. Uh, that's a good. That's a good question from that. That's text of the year so far. That's a good question. Texter says, "Fine show today, John. See if you can get Ed to come out of his shell and open up a bit." <laughs> I don't, if That's he, text if of he's the year. not opened up, I don't want to see him open up. That is text of the year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got to know who that came from. That was a good one. <laughs> it was. Ed, try, try not to hold back anymore. All right. All right, Bellarmine, I meant to say, um, oh. and got sidetracked, Bellarmine at Liberty tonight. The Knights are 14.5-point underdogs on the road to the Liberty Flames, who I think are still undefeated in league play and lead the league, lead the Atlantic Sun. Uh, Scotty does a great job. Does a great job. But I'm telling you, the Kennesaw State game I was at last Thursday, that was men against boys, and Scotty's team somehow took them to overtime. Liberty is 10-2. 10-2 in, the in conference? Oh, they, they are in first place, though. Right? Uh, tied with Kennesaw State. Okay. Kennesaw State was, was grown men playing against college players. Your owls. I do have a hat. I know. Kennesaw State hat that my wife bought me in Atlanta not knowing what it was. <laughs> Can I, can I pose KS a question? on the front, Al's on the side. She goes, who is this? I bought this for you. Okay. Can I come out of my shell here a little sure bit? Sure. Uh, <laughs> Don't hold back. I'm not going to hold back. What, what, would you, what would you think had Louisville not hired Kenny Payne, had they hired Scott, Scott Davenport? And I know we've been mm, down this road It's before. the same talent. We've been down this road before. It's the same talent. Now, maybe Scotty gets into the portal a little bit and is able to get one or to get a – Dagon point guard who can let Ellis move to the two. Um, Louisville would have at least one more win. Yeah, they're at not going to catch Eastern more. Michigan. They're not going to catch Scooter's Eastern Michigan Eagles. Come on, who have six wins now? But oh, oh no, no way. But uh, maybe maybe one more win. I don't know. Do you think Scotty's age was a problem? I will say this: Scotty has been a head coach for a long time. Yes, Kenny Payne's first right. dive into right. the thing. Right. So Scotty's not losing to. Wright State Correct. or App State or probably Bellarmine. Right. So there's three right off the top of my head. He's definitely not losing to Bellarmine because he'd know the game plan and the talent they have. <laughs> That's true. Probably probably would have beaten Syracuse. You need to go into your shell, Scooter. I want Ed to come out of his shell. Um, but I, I just thought Scotty like, Davenport's I, I just not the like, guy, and I don't think Kenny was the guy. And, and, I don't, and I don't, there's a report now that Purvis Ellison begged Kenny not to take the job. 
Have you heard this one? I haven't heard that one. No. That's a good one. I mean, three and twenty-one. Well, great time to bring that one out. I, I, it's all going to go back to the. And I don't want to rewash the wash today, but we're going to. Yeah. Uh, it all goes back if two of those players that left had stayed. Maybe I maybe mean, Dre they, Davis. Dre Davis, maybe Sam Williamson, maybe uh, the guy shot the threes. Uh, Matt for, Cross for Miami. Matt Cross. Yeah. No, maybe you know. Talent is a, is a big and, issue. They're right three now. and twenty-one. Maybe they're nine and fifteen. Ooh, I don't see nine. Okay. Yeah, no shot. Whatever. I don't see nine. They have, they have, they're like they're like Kentucky. They have, they have no inside game. They've gotten destroyed in most of these losses. Yes, yes, so yes, they have. Uh, all right. Last night the system went one and one. Seton Hall they hung in for a while and then they just. Pooped the bed there in the last 10 minutes. What are uh, you doing betting on Seton Hall? They were home underdogs against a ranked team. That's it's, what the system says. the system. Oh, okay. Uh, Creighton beat Seton Hall 75-62. That was the loser. The winner was Vanderbilt, and it wasn't just a system winner. It was an outright winner, 10-point underdogs, and they beat Tennessee on a last-second corner three, 66-65. The sixth-ranked Vols will not be ranked sixth again next week. Last three games, Tennessee has lost at Florida by double digits, beat Auburn 46-43 to at home, and now lost to Vanderbilt. And uh, Jerry Stackhouse. I think Jerry Stackhouse, underrated, does a good job. But you're at Vanderbilt. I mean, it is what it is. I wish we had kept track of the system bets that the, they have won outright. I've got uh, every notebook. I can go back and do that, but that would be research, and you know I hate to do yeah. research. You don't need to do all that. Uh, Tony's system bet one last night. It was uh, West Virginia giving three and a half to Iowa State, the 11th-ranked team in the country. West Virginia wins 76-71. Did you see the end of that game, by the way? Oh, yeah. The three from midcourt at the uh, buzzer. <laughs> it was close. Overtime that it would, was close. nothing as far as who won the game. Hit the rim. West Virginia, Almost beat Tony. West Virginia could be a dangerous, sneaky team coming up here. Uh, they're sixteen and nine. Could be a dangerous upcoming. They, uh, didn't they? Didn't they wear every, out somebody in the Big I think Twelve SEC? Everybody Challenge? that's not Texas Tech is dangerous in the Big Twelve. Everybody not named Texas Tech, even Oklahoma, uh, who lost to Baylor last night, eighty-two to seventy-two in Waco. I, I think Oklahoma, Oklahoma. If you remember, destroyed Alabama yes, in did. the uh, SEC Big Twelve Challenge. Wouldn't you throw Oklahoma State in there as well, though? Um, I mean, they haven't done much. They had a big win this weekend. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was TCU. TCU's banged up. Hmm. Um, no, I wouldn't throw Oklahoma State in there. Just Texas Tech right now. Okay, let's real quick before we get into the uh, picks for Super Bowl and for tonight. I'm not done with the scores, but go ahead. <laughs> Houston beat Tulsa by 38 last night. They were 28-point favorites. Easy cover. Alabama crushes Florida 97-69. to I said yesterday. Yeah, you were all over I that I love one. Alabama. Yeah. You said um, they were going to win big, too. Providence beat Georgetown 74-62. That was Tony Burke's unbuckle. They were 13-point favorites. They went by 12, and they ran the shot clock out at the end of the game. <laughs> That's, that's a hard that, way to lose. That's what I was referring to when I texted you last yes, night. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and San Diego State, late night, um, Mountain West Conference, 63-61 over Utah State on the road. Um, here's one for you, Ed. This is a, I read this today. 
The ACC is now below the Mountain West, seventh in uh, conference rankings, overall conference rankings at Ken Palm. Woof. The ACC has only finished as low as sixth once. That was 2013. They were fifth the last two years. This may wind up as the worst top-to-bottom season for the ACC in modern history. Here are the rankings by Ken Palm. Big 12, Big 10, Big East, SEC, Pac-12, Mountain West, and then the ACC. How about, yeah, I, I, I agree with it. My, Miami, to me, is... Georgia Tech beat Notre Dame last night. Uh, oh, whoopee. That puts uh, Louisville back in the cellar, um, <laughs> for the record. That uh, To me, Miami has the best team. Clemson's call, okay. They're, they're, they're okay. Uh, North Carolina and Duke aren't what they've been in the past. Uh, uh, North Carolina State's sneaky good. They, they could be. They could do some damage here. And, they just got beat two nights ago. And then Bayheim always gets Syracuse somehow, some way, <laughs> into the tournament. And then not uh, this year. Other than that, uh, Virginia Tech's not very good. Virginia's, Virginia's good. Virginia's good, but didn't they just lose to somebody? The uh, other Virginia night? Tech. Yeah, but and, then they won uh, two nights ago. Uh, I, I, the ACC, they beat NC State. And I'm telling you what, the ACC is kind of a boring. Virginia, Clemson, year. Pitt are ten and three. Pitt's Pitt, good. Pitt's good. Pitt. Pitt's good. Miami's yeah. ten and four. NC State nine and five. Duke eight and five. Wake eight and six. Syracuse eight and six. And I think it's Alabama in the SEC. I don't. Oh, undefeated. I don't see anybody else undefeated. now. Somebody will probably knock them off in the tournament in the SEC tournament, like in Auburn or. A, System bets tonight, quickly, Arizona at Cal. Arizona's a 19-point favorite. The system says take Cal. I'll be taking Cal. Oh, I hate that. I love it. UCLA at Oregon State, uh, 15 is the spread in this one, UCLA's favorite. System says take Oregon State. I'll be taking it. Love that one, too. I'll take UCLA in that Uh, Iowa-Purdue tonight, number one-ranked Boilermakers at home, eight-point favorites over the Hawkeyes. I'll take Purdue. Yeah, Purdue rolls. Purdue rolls tonight? Good, I bet them. They'll be um, mad after that loss to Indiana. All right, Ed, Super Bowl, Chiefs, Eagles. The spread is one and a half Philadelphia's favorite here. I got to go with Philadelphia. All wow, that's you a, that's agree, a, agree that's with a, Tony Burke. That's a, that's a, uh, a weak vote for Philadelphia. Uh, the Bengals could have easily been there just, just the for same. Sure. So uh, I think the, the Chiefs are good. I don't think they're great. They struggle with Jacksonville. They struggle with the Bengals. They don't. They don't score a lot of points this year. If, think, it, if it were the Bengals, Ed, would you take the Bengals or Eagles still? No, I'd probably still take the Eagles. I, I think this I'd game is the Eagles. Eagles are physical. They're they're good and they have Jalen Hurts at quarterback. This game is simple. If Philadelphia gets ahead and is allowed to run the ball and run the clock, forget they, it. They win the game. Forget it. Yep. If Kansas City gets ahead and Philadelphia is forced to throw the ball with Jalen Hurts, uh, I don't want to say defective, but sore shoulder. Then, and, and and they can't run clock, and Mahomes gets more possessions than Kansas City, I think, runs away. Is uh, Trevor Kelsey, is that his brothers that are in the game? Uh, Different spelling. Oh. But he, he's going to be at the Super Bowl. <laughs> let me tell you this. Let me, if they were Trevor's brothers, they wouldn't claim Trevor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is that fair? Um, Trevor's <laughs> uncle is the athletic director at Mail High School, John Kelsey. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Good dude. I talked talk to John not too long he ago. He does not claim Trevor. <laughs> well, I, Is he on the road yet? I don't – I'm not sure. Today's Thursday. You know, they play Sunday, Trevor. <laughs> he did Rutherford all, yesterday, he so did. not is sure. He, is he driving? He's yeah. driving to Arizona. Yeah. Oh, my. He can't go without his cigarettes, Ed. <laughs> oh. Thanks to Ed. 
Thanks, callers. Thanks, listeners. Thanks to Scooter, I guess. <laughs> Back tomorrow, six-pack coming your way then. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Eye. <laughs>